Hey guys, welcome back to Wildest Cricket Stories. I'm Craig. And I'm Carolina. And we've been a bit absent for a while. Yeah, and I feel... I hate that we're going to be saying this because I feel like we do this almost every single yeah. episode lately because we've just we've just hit a really busy period for the past couple of months, honestly. And then like this beginning of the year has just been really, really busy. So I feel bad for apologizing once again yeah, we, for not bringing out a podcast for a while. We constantly apologize. Uh, yeah. But uh, people have also told us not to apologize, and they're yeah, like, exactly. "We happy so when it comes out, don't stress." Which we feel great about. But yeah, we have just been very busy um, for the beginning of the year now. Like this is what we call kind of like our admin season. Uh, yeah, I, like prep season almost. Exactly. Um, you have been crazy busy with inquiries and bookings for the year, and finalizing mm. like a lot of the trips that we're doing this year, uh, finalizing the details and all of that kind of stuff, and then. I have been very, very, very busy because I have finally decided to do a really big, big project that I have been wanting to do for a really long time. And that is my editing course. So I have been working for that for the now the beginning of the year and it literally has consumed everything, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which has been amazing. Like I've had so much fun and now I'm launching it literally next week. Uh, 29th of Feb, it's coming out, guys. So... Uh, now it's all coming together and like seeing it on the website. I showed you the website today. Yeah, and it looks really good. It looks incredibly, like, <laughs> I don't mean I mean this with love. <laughs> okay. It looks incredibly professional. Well, why wouldn't that be love? Uh, no, exactly. Well, I, I, maybe you're thinking that I don't, okay. I don't think it's professional, oh, but yeah. it is. It looks, I was taken aback. I was like, wow, you did all this. This is amazing. Yeah, I think, I guess also because you come from the but perspective I, um, yeah. of being my partner. So like seeing yeah. something professional. Is... You're like, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm very, very excited for that. And yeah, it's just been, it's been consuming my whole life. And we have literally been, ever since we did that podcast with Kelly, uh, we have been saying, I think we literally said like two days later, we're yeah. like, oh, we should probably do a podcast now because otherwise we're, we're not, not going to have time. <laughs> and then we didn't. And then uh, we have like almost every day said, let's do the podcast today. And then yeah. something comes up and then we end up not having time to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's been, there's been, just, there's so much has been happening. I mean, we're, the, the bookings have been coming in from like my side, just left, right and center, which is amazing. Yeah, that's so great. Um, and just planning. And, you know, a lot of people might be sitting at home thinking, well, what does it take to plan a trip for someone? Okay, cool. You, you, you suss them out, find a property and whatnot. But no, there's so many finer details, like getting people from A to B, dietary requirements. And then, you know, if guests don't have dietary requirements, great. But nowadays, so many people are either vegan vegetarian um gluten free i mean there's the list goes on and on and they're all manageable they're all so 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 manageable but it's very important that clients and guests do communicate that stuff to me because generally okay i'm spinning off a bit here but yeah, if much. clients do get to the lodge and all of a sudden they get there and they're like oh by the time by the way i'm vegan often these lodges are like two two hours away from town so it, it's up to me 
to, to, to plan all that. I think what you're trying to say is in general, like you need to be on top of all yes. the details. Like it's not always dietary requirements either. It's about it's about making sure that the guest experience is on top for that specific yeah. guest and everyone has different uh, preferences. Like for example, sometimes we get guests like uh, that prefer specific type of pillows or like all different kinds of things or like, oh, we love this type of drink. So then we make sure that Lodge is stocking that type of drink. Like it's yeah. all of those small details. We that try we to sure. personalize as much as we possibly can. So yeah. I'll always ask my client, is there something specific you're looking for? And then mm. um, the Lodge would always be happy to accommodate that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been a lot. It's uh, the one, actually the one major booking that we've been focusing on and that like it took days just working on one, um, even weeks, was this this big conservation booking where clients of mine have sponsored a collar to um, the wild dog population of the Waterberg region. So Amazing. the logistics around that has been really tricky, like because you never know where the dogs are going to be and what they're going to be doing and how. But the guys from the EWT have been absolutely amazing. Uh, that's the Endangered Wildlife Trust, just keeping me in the loop on how they're going to do it, how they're going chat to chat to the clients, how they're going to approach it, how their teams are going to be out searching for the dogs. Now, why the dogs need a collar is purely from a research point of view. Um, so, yeah, it's just contributing to conservation and the, the clients are going to be there on uh, while it's all happening. So that's, that's very, very cool. Really cool experience. And it's also like that just shows as well like every single booking is unique and different mm. and uh, and that's also why every single booking takes a certain amount of time and like that makes you very busy but i think it, it's amazing and you from what i've understood as well because this is part that you do the most uh you love it a lot yeah. and like and every booking is a challenge where you finding okay how how can i make this experience the absolute best for these guests and i think that's amazing right no absolutely i think um i've always been a people pleaser um, but also, I, I, <laughs> don't get me wrong in what I'm about to say, but sometimes certain requests are absolutely impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they, like, literally, I would love to make it happen, but, you know, it just can't happen. Yeah. No, for like, sure. I want to see tigers. Okay. <laughs> um, wrong continent. But well, yeah, well, technically, Tiger Canyon is yeah. down there. But I mean, uh, in the Kruger region. No, yeah. sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, just a small example. But. But anyway, that, this gives a little bit of an insight to, because I think people um, on social media, I get it a lot. I think a lot more than you do, but possibly uh, people think that I'm out in the field every single day and that I live like in the bush with wildlife. I take photos of wildlife every day. Like that's pe what people think my life looks like, but it doesn't. And I'm very happy it doesn't because I think the life we live, the way we do things now is so much better for, for me as a person. Um, but this just gives a bit of an insight of like the other side of our life and business where yeah. like we have these periods where we are at home a lot and we have a lot of like it's very routine based and we do enjoy that like uh, you know being able to actually get into routine of like working out every day and like cooking your own food and, and like having downtime in the evening watching TV and whatever and then and then we also try to work like only weekdays uh, and stick to kind of office hours and stuff just to keep ourselves sane <laughs> and then we go on trips with clients and on different projects and whatever it might be and that's when we're out in the field and I absolutely love that part of our business and our life as well and I think having both of these sides of it is really really awesome because I think if I would just have 
one of these i would get very very tired of it and and like it would drain me in in one way or another no absolutely i think it's um it, this time of the year and just our lifestyle at the moment is, is is quite stable but then obviously everything starts to to pick up and we get quite yeah. busy and um you know as of sunday i'm i'm out for 10 days um with clients we're doing a 10-day kruger trip um which is it's it's long days uh but it's it's fun days uh, but yeah, that's and that's pretty much the start of our season, isn't it? Yes, and then the season kickstarts yeah. like crazy. It's it's amazing, yeah. Because then we go like I've got a small, a few small projects in between while you're gone and stuff, and then yeah, like day things and whatever. But it's still like busy. And then in mid March we go away with two clients to Kalahari uh, for three weeks and into Namibia and on and the Botswana side. And that is gonna be one unique trip, eh? Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do some we 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 might think about doing some episodes while we're actually on the trip because it's if we if we have, if time. We have time because it'll be amazing. If not, we're gonna do some episodes on it after the trip because it is a, it's a wild it's gonna be a wild trip. It's something where we don't it's a trip we don't often you sell. Do. Um, it it was it's made a it thing. very clear to the clients that are joining. This is something we don't normally do, but we can do it. But like, yeah, we, we, we're going to need to be flexible while we're traveling. It's it's not going to be the... It's not a luxury safari. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, this is this is a roughing it. We're going to unfenced camps. We're going to sleep on rooftop tents in the middle of um, the Kalahari Transfrontier National Park um, with all sorts of hairies and scaries coming through the campsite and, but the, and the only reason we we are doing this trip for these clients is because they have been with me before yes uh, one of them has, has been with us several times so we know them and we know that, that they, they can, can handle, handle it yeah it's not just random <laughs> we would uh, we wouldn't do this trip for for, for just first anyone time, to be, uh, to be yeah, completely yeah. honest because yes. it is going to be a very unique trip but it's going to be very exciting and i think it's going um, to be yeah it's going to be really really awesome. cool it's gonna be awesome but uh, so what we're trying to say is you don't expect an episode anytime soon we're getting busy. <laughs> <laughs> no we're gonna try our best to keep up the episodes but we also appreciate like everyone like when we have been apologizing for being busy like you guys have been so understanding and we appreciate that and and it helps put the pressure off from us and we just like okay cool when we can get an episode out we'll get it out and people yeah. will appreciate it and that's awesome so yeah we do we do really appreciate you guys absolutely um, but today we actually thought we'd talk a little about a little spicy topic. Spicy. Uh, it is a spicy topic, <laughs> okay. isn't it? It's quite okay. a spicy topic. Okay. Um, but like working as a couple in the industry, spicy topic. Spicy topic. Yeah, and the reason that we want to talk about this is because we do understand that it is is it's different, very very different from how most couples in the world live uh, most most people in the world don't live and work with their partner you know they usually have different jobs and then they see each other in the evening kind of thing uh, we have literally most of our relationships spent 24 hours yeah. with each other every day um, and I actually posted a little story about how we met uh, on my Instagram this week and got a lot of messages from people like they loved the story and thought it was amazing and uh, it was kind of cute because we were we uh, were celebrating our anniversary and stuff. So that's why I posted the story. And it just also makes me realize how wild, like, 
the story of our relationship has been and it, us living and working together is just so different from from how anyone else kind of has their relationship mm. no i think it's just it is so mind-blowing and you know i remember guests used to ask us all the time like wow like you you guys live together you work together you are with each other 24 7 which is it i'm not gonna lie to anyone it takes strain on it's your relationship it tough. is super tough but there are we're gonna talk about like we're not gonna talk about the emotions um of this and only or only emotions we are going to talk about the emotions behind it but we're going to talk about the different couples as well that you can be in the industry and the kind of the 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 pros and cons of each yeah you know so to to jump into it uh, and just to explain to people given giving a little bit of an idea of like how it all works i think most of you guys who have listened those who have listened to all of our episodes know we have spoken a lot about like how the industry works and stuff so we're not going to jump into that completely but just to give a bit of a, a, a briefing before so that people understand like when you are employed at a lodge and you work in the lodge industry you will most of the time work a six-week cycle or a three-week cycle yeah. where you are on site for six weeks or three weeks at work every single day and then you have your leave for either one week or two weeks uh, some places like some really remote places even do like three month uh, cycles as well even six months at like places that are um seasonal places that only open like six months out of the year so you're away for a long time and like you live and and work in the same place and that is very complicated when you try to have a relationship because your options are either to have long distance relationships which is really really tough in the industry uh, and we have seen and know a lot of couple who couples who have tried that and it just does not work out. Yeah. I don't think I know a single couple who actually have made it work. Uh, and then the other option is to for your partner to be employed at the same place, like given that they're in the industry as well. And and then you're employed as a couple most of the time, mm. unless you meet at the workplace. Uh, but you're employed as a couple, which means like you share your staff accommodation which is not the the biggest at most times it's yeah most properties is not it, it all depends on like what position you're holding yeah for sure like if you're a manager you usually have more of a house yeah, type of thing but you know when we started in the industry we had a room and a bathroom that was it. which was a which wasn't an issue because we shared a house with amazing people yeah yeah for sure and you shared the kitchen with yeah. the other other people living in the house but that is literally your like your space yeah and you share that with your partner and when we started working together there we had been together for like three months like when i moved in with you we'd been together for three months yeah yeah, yeah. We, we we took a big leap then yeah but it was also i think that's what we needed to do because as i said like long distance is so complicated in the relation in the industry and mm. uh, that you either you have to jump in the deep end and just see if it works or not yeah. and you'll find out very quickly if it does or doesn't that's the thing and then you know yeah, um, but you know, like I think our relationship was was still not the most intense. Um, I personally feel the most intense couples relationships in the industry itself are where you are in, where you hold similar positions. So I remember we used to clash quite a lot where we had a management position um, mm, at yeah, work. Yeah. We were both managers um, and we would clash quite a lot at work with regards to that, for example, Another example I can make is guides. If you are a guiding couple, if both you and your partner are guides, um, eventually 
if you stay long enough at the same property, someone is going to eventually outrank the other one. Someone's gonna get a promotion. Someone is going to get given that assistant head guide role or the head guide role. And then suddenly your partner is below you. Came into the industry, you got employed at the same time. Suddenly your partner has to listen to you and listen to the decisions you make. Sometimes some partners don't really, you know, they, they that creates quite a lot of conflict. So that can always create quite a lot of trouble in um, field guide relationships and being guide or guiding together or being part of the same guiding team and then having to also go home after work and be with each other. Yeah, because I think what, what uh, you're saying here as well and what I would just want to explain is also like when you do work and live together and you are employed as a couple, you can also still be working in different departments. So like you and I did when we started working together, I was in the front of house department yeah. and you were in the guiding department. So, you know, those were very separate, especially at bigger lodges. Those are very separate and that came with its challenges as yeah, well. We never really used to talk much about, we used to talk about work, but Obviously, I mean, yeah. our work never really interrupted with each other's work. No, I don't think we saw each other much at work no. because our schedules were so different because it's such a big lodge. You don't really interact much at work and you don't there's a few times when you have to like uh, cooperate from a work point of view yeah. but it's never anything major and never anything that really affects your relationship but when you say big lodge like it, it only slept 40 people like, I mean, okay, not, okay. It, wasn't, but, it wasn't like one of these massive hotel resorts no no okay but so we still have how many i think 75 staff members yes yeah, yeah. so but um, just just it's a big lodge compared yeah. to the lodge we worked at later on exactly. where we only slept 12, 12 people and we were 18 staff members and um, so then it was very very different but uh, at bigger lodges and the bigger the lodge is i would probably say the easier it is to have a relationship yes. and working together uh, even though that also gives its challenges uh, because we would never see each other even though we lived and worked together we ended up not not really having any time any quality time because no. Your schedule was obviously early early mornings for game drive, and then so you would leave for work at like four o'clock in the morning, and then I would wake up for work at like six or something. I would start work at seven. You would come back from game drive and then have a break in the day while I was working, and then you would go back on game drive again in the afternoon, and I would finish work, come home, and then you would only come home after game drive at like eight nine o'clock, yeah. and then we would go to bed. Yeah. So that gave its different challenges. But anyway, sorry, I'm spinning out now as well. But uh, so I think that is the easiest from like you're not clashing as much, yeah. uh, but you still, it boasts its, its, its challenges because you're not seeing each other a lot. Uh, but as you say, when you're in the same department, that's when it's really tough. Same time off. Yeah. Sa- like we go back to being guides mm. um, and... You know, I you, think that's where we see the most couples who are in the same department. Yeah. I see couples at each other's throats, like it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it, it's crazy. I'm not saying it's not doable. I know multiple people that do it. I mean, and, and that, it works. Are, that are that are married and have been together for many many years, and it works. Um, but uh, you just need to think about this. I mean, you're waking up at half past four in the morning before your game drive together. You get ready together. You go down for morning coffee together you chat route plans and what you're going to do with your guests and what you're planning on showing your guests together. You go on your game drive, okay, not together. You're on different game drive vehicles, but now all of a sudden you're with guests working full on 
brain going crazy it's physical off you go and you're you working together in the sense of like talking on the radio yeah exactly back to back to the lodge drop off the guests have breakfast possibly together okay might there might be a bush walk or some form of other activity there from the lodge side of things but then you go off together for your after your, your mid your midday break together <laughs> You have that time off together and then you do it all again in the afternoon. You come down, have your route plan before the afternoon drive again together. Come back, have dinner with your guests if that's the if that's the, the way the lodge works. And then you go off again that night together. And it's just, it's so much of you guys being together and even in a relationship, it's, I think it's so important for us, for, for people to have their own time, which when you're in the same department, you don't have a lot of that. No, and it's also, I think, a lot of the, like, work politics will then affect your relationship as well. Because there's always, within any department, there's always going to be politics and there's always going to be someone who makes a mistake here or there and then people get angry at each other. Like, there's always some type of politics and, like, yeah, and, you know, and those kind of things. And that will end up affecting your relationship because you're in the same department. Like, when we were in different departments, you would come home and tell me about the politics and be like, oh my word, you won't believe what this <laughs> yeah. guy did or whatever. And I'll be like, yeah, but in the office today, this and this person yeah. said this and that. And then we would like vent to each other about that. And I think that's a really healthy thing to be able to do. Yes. And then, but imagine like you live, you work in the same department and your partner is the one who has pissed you off at work that day. <laughs> like that is really, really tough. <laughs> and like i really wonder how people do it <laughs> yeah no, it's it's but i mean we to, to be honest myself and you did see a bit of that when we were at the last place of employment where we were both management at a small property yeah um where we both had staff units that were reporting um to us yeah uh it it was a struggle um from time to time and i think because there, so at the at the next place we worked at, as you said, we were manage we were assistant managers, and then we had a, a manager above us, but we the three of us worked very closely together, uh, and in general, like you and I were basically in the we were in the same department there, even though you were still yeah. a guide and I was front of house uh, assistant manager. So I I was in charge of like running the lodge itself, and then you and the other manager, you guys were in charge of, um, like the the game drive side of things, like safari side of things, but also the maintenance and um, um like gardening, maintenance, and, guiding, tracking. Yeah, all of those gardening, kind of things. Gardening, all yeah. Well, I was in charge of like the food uh, and making sure all the rooms were cleaned properly and like that and the guest relation kind of side of things and and obviously like those things go hand in hand a lot and like you and i worked a lot closer together at this next property and and i think we handled it really well well and it worked worked really well but there was definitely times where like you know your job does affect your relationship and uh, you work together and i remember there was there was times where we could have fights at work or like we would be having disagreements at work and that would then affect our home like going home and you kind of still angry at each other but you're still not at work and whatever but then there was also times where like we were working so much that we didn't have a lot of time 
like quality time as a couple. So I remember there was times where I was like, you, you're just like my colleague now. I just see yeah, you as exactly. a colleague, you know, you don't see each other as partners anymore. Like all of a sudden you're just colleagues that happen to live in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> like you're my roommate. <laughs> Yeah, because you didn't have much time for yourselves. So that was also really tough on your relationship. Yeah, I do, I do think you you become less of a couple, uh, and which is quite sad. Um, and you become more like colleagues. And yeah, it's, it's difficult to find time for yourselves. And I think we did touch on that earlier. Um, but it is incredibly difficult to find that quality time that you need. Mm. Because we... We, when we were management one of us was either hosting or something it was only when we didn't have guests we could really just connect mm. you know what i'm saying and that's when we had time for ourselves and also like you um because you're in front of guests and you're hosting people and so on you obviously like need to be quite with a certain level of professionalism like obviously you're always personal with people and stuff but i don't think we wouldn't call each other like any like pet names in front of guests like we don't really use pet names though. no like babe or like <laughs> like not pet names as okay, in like okay, yeah okay, okay. no i'm you. just saying like nicknames you. or whatever you want to call it i just it. didn't want i didn't want everyone to think you run around calling me oh pookie <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> so just just be careful how you say pet names. <laughs> sorry we i don't, don't know don't what to do call that. them <laughs> i don't know what do you call it like <laughs> well it is it is it's uh effect, just uh, affectionate names <laughs> sorry she do, does not call we me do pookie. not call each other pookie <laughs> or anything like that um but imagine um no but like you you don't call each other babe or love or honey or anything like that uh, so you know we we would call each other by each other's first name because that we felt is just a like level of professionalism and i know you don't obviously obviously don't like kiss or cuddle in front of guests either like you no geez like, you know that's that's also not really that's professional a big no no um so you sometimes there would be like guests wouldn't actually know that we were a couple and then like oh my gosh can i tell this story <laughs> like literally when when we first started going out this is the weirdest oh, yes. thing ever like guys i feel like i have to tell the story because it's wildest kruger stories <laughs> me and carolina have been going out a couple of months now we were living together uh, it must have been close coming on to close to us being together for a year so starting to get like serious um and Obviously, this was quite the, the big lodge that we speak about that we worked at. And I was this one couple's guide. And they were they went to Carolina. For, what did they go? They went to go buy something at the shop or something. Oh, I was at the reception. Yeah, you were at the reception. something, I don't know. And they asked Carolina. No, they asked you. Oh, they yeah, asked they, asked, they asked me from Game Drive. They said, oh, that girl at the reception, is she your sister? <laughs> How important. Embarrassing. But honestly, like to be okay, so I think it, it is a bit funny and, and so on. But they also say that you usually end up with a partner that you actually look quite similar to. Like you, you usually end up with someone who, who you're says similar that? to. I've just heard it on I don't know, online. You heard it a lot. You're a TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, sure. Yeah. TikTok's always right. <laughs> I don't know. They say that I, I've heard it before that like people are often very similar to their partner. Like okay. you, end, you end up picking a partner who actually looks quite similar to you. And also I remember like, we were like one of, like we were probably the only people at the lodge who were blonde. People were either brunette or had really dark hair or like we were the only blonde people. Yeah, actually now thinking about it, you, you probably right. Back yeah. then you had much lighter hair, hair than yeah, you now. Yeah, I was exposed to sun. 
Yeah. I'm getting old. <laughs> um, but anyway, still, still weird, still weird. So people don't always know that you're a couple and stuff. And like, I remember there were there was girls that were flirting with you and stuff. And then I'm standing there and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 and I would like sneak in that, yeah, no, you know, because we we dating. <laughs> And their, their, their look would always be very, very funny. Yeah, no, they are. Well, I, I also, I, it's not like I used to hide that we were in a relationship. No, 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 no. But it wasn't, you You wouldn't, like, tell people unless they kind of asked or yeah. it came up. Because mm-hmm. it's just about being professional and, you know. Yeah, it's not like. It's not the first thing <laughs> yeah. you tell people. You see, you see that pretty girl at reception? <laughs> I'm, I'm dating her. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, so I, I hear you. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, um it's a it's one of those things no absolutely but but it was always when people did find out and like or you know it comes up and whatever the question was always like what is it like working and living together and like um and we would often talk to guests about it that's why i think this episode no is well also, also like i think we can be a little bit more open now uh, than is. like when guests are like there and you're representing a specific property and people come and kind of say to you that when, when you're working at a lodge and you're representing that lodge, you're wearing the brand and people say like, oh, but how is it living and working together? Literally, I can remember line by line what we used to say. Yeah, it's great. It can be tough from time to time, but <laughs> you know what? We have to do it. And like, that's what we say time, time after time. That is what we used to say, yeah. even though like, we would we'd say like most of the time it's great but you know a lot of the time i'd actually go as far as to say 50 percent 50 50 we were it was it was great and then the other 50 percent was it was was tough it was it's, yeah it was it's a struggle to live and work together and we still do it now but we do it on our terms you know what I'm it's saying? a little bit different now um i guess it, in one way, like working in the lodge industry did set us up to be able to work the way we do now. Mm. I don't think we would be able to work this way if we hadn't worked together in the lodges first. And like, I remember actually so specifically when you told me about the opportunity of coming to work at the lodge you, you worked at yeah. and you asked me like, do you want to do this? Like I have this opportunity for you. Uh, like the, the managers have asked if you if you want to come and work or whatever. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. It wasn't work, it was volunteering. Volunteering and like as a student kind of thing. And you said, you were like, well, the only like caveat is that you, we have to live together. And I was like, okay, wow, I have to think about this. Like it's very early and I don't know. And I actually phoned my dad and I asked him for advice. And he was like, well, this is a great way to get into the industry. And you know, and he actually said, he was like, well, you know what? If it doesn't work out, then you know. And like, then you've tried it and then you guys break, worst, worst comes to, like worst thing happens, you guys break up and then you know it wasn't meant to be anyway. Like if you're in it for the long run, you're eventually gonna want to live together anyway. So why not just try it now? And then you know. <laughs> How many people are gonna go run to their partners and be like, we should move in together. <laughs> okay, obviously like, and you know what I mean. Okay, obviously don't take it too far. I was circumstance related. It was circumstantial. But, but it did push us to live together earlier than it otherwise would have. And, and it worked out. And then we knew like, okay, great. Like this, this worked out. And then ever since then, my dad has like often said, he's like, because you guys live and work together the way you do and work like as colleagues almost um, and have that like 
working relationship and, and know how to cooperate with each other and so on, then like that is a really good foundation for your relationship because in your relationship, like when you eventually gonna start a family and stuff, you're gonna have to be able to work together. Yeah. And we have, have really done that and tried that and we know we can do it. Yeah, so like I think he's very right there that it does give you an advantage in that way if you can make it work. No, for sure. And if you make it through. For sure. <laughs> I think I think the worst thing working together, not from a partnership point of view, but like the first the worst position that I do not envy, we got into uh, we were part of management. But I mean we weren't the level of like operations management. No, that must be tough. I think that is the worst position you can have as a couple because literally you are constantly in each other's faces and it's all your departments that you are in charge of literally blend into one and mm. it comes and falls onto your shoulders mm. so you start hearing as one pillar as what the problems are from the ground up and especially if the departments are fighting with each other because oh, no. then you as a couple need to start fighting with each other because yeah. you need to resolve these issues and then one one obviously you know i've had um staff members beneath me before uh, and you always back them you mm -hmm. know you you trust them you know you become like a little family out there and um i i would always back my staff members say no he'd never do this and then you turn into a big fight and suddenly you're having a quiet dinner <laughs> and all of a sudden you're fighting about work yeah and unfortunately i think at that higher level of management it is constantly work mm. you are never switching off unless you are on leave now leave was leave's fantastic because it's 14 days don't have to worry about anything but, but i even, also but know as, people that still work on their leaves that's the thing even as operations managers you still kind of work like you never really switch yeah off. and that that's the and and work becomes your life um which i think for some people like who really are passionate about it that's amazing and they you know that's what they live and and, and work for like that is their passion and what mm. they want to do but i think yeah, if that is not what you're passionate about it can really quickly consume you. No, 100%. I think the... In your relationship. Well, I, I think just being happy um, in general. And mm. obviously it does, it links into exactly what you're saying. But I mean, you know, uh, if you are at a higher level of management and you're not happy and you've become quite miserable in your position and you're, you've stagnated to an extent that you've actually become unhappy, you, I don't think the people at the top actually realize how much that affects the the people below them yeah you know if if because the people at the top create the environment mm. and the if they create uh i wouldn't say let's not say a horrible environment but it's easy to pick up if someone's upset mm. if if a couple had been fighting at home again management going back to my years of experience where i had when i would even at one specific lodge when the um management couple were fighting at home about something and we never knew what we would be able to tell as soon as they stepped foot in work both of them how angry they were that they had a fight at home mm. because nothing could have gone wrong at the lodge like we did we did as soon as we did something wrong at the lodge they were open enough to tell us they were never passive aggressive about anything but they would come to us say craig this wasn't done this is a problem mm. but and suddenly they would be miserable. So you know they were fighting at home and you've got to have sympathy for them because 
they're constantly living on top of each other yeah. but they higher management create that environment and i've i've got to encourage any person that is in higher management if you are listening create a positive atmosphere for your staff it will go it will go a long way trust me yeah like i think it's it's almost like i think this is for any kind of company but especially for lodges where you are literally living and working together with your colleagues and you're in this like bubble for the six weeks that yeah. you're working struggling so, to find the line between personal and professional yeah you know? so like your working relationships are so important and the people at the lodge is what makes the experience for the guests and you know we the one lodge we worked at was not the like most top luxury lodge it was a decent luxury lodge but it wasn't like there wasn't brand new it, it was high end it wasn't high end and it was uh, like a little bit run down because it hasn't been it needed a renovation let's say that um and but the thing was the number one thing that we got on our feedback forms and like reviews from guests and stuff what was the like atmosphere at the lodge how like everyone felt like the staff was getting along with each other and had fun working together and enjoyed being there and we also know this from visiting a lot of lodges like you can pick this up very very quickly if people enjoy working with each other and if they it's a like if it's a good working environment for the staff and it does affect your guest experience and and as you say that all of that comes down from management it's it's usually the common denominator yeah. of the place if people are not happy with each other it's usually because they're not happy with management yeah for sure um and you can start you start to see uh, even even as a guest you start to see certain things happening around the lodge and it generally indicates to um unhappy staff and generally like carolina said normally links to unhappy higher management Absolutely. but again i think that's that's any uh, any company yeah i think but, so uh, sure. I mean, this is hospitality related so people are constantly dealing with people but yeah. I, re I remember out of our ratings compared to all our sister lodges we beat them hands down from the mm. because we had we had great management yeah uh, at that specific property amazing yeah. and i think feedback really does support the fact of a, a, a healthy working environment mm, and that is so much more important than any amazing food that you eat yeah. or how beautiful the room is or whatever it is the soft touches that you do here and there it's yeah a healthy work environment is will go a hell of a lot further than anything else you can do in a lot absolutely absolutely but yeah in general like it is tough working in the industry as as a couple um but at the same time you don't really have much of a choice no. like going into the lodge industry like that is that is your life and it is a very specific type of lifestyle where your relationship does need to fit into that uh, and not the other way around unfortunately and i would say like yeah as you say 50 percent tough 50 percent awesome uh but i also wouldn't have it any other way because i think it would have been a lot worse not working together no 100 percent. i mean there's also other couples that you know when they go in yeah, you know, some couples actually start dating each other when they're uh, still in the training phase. So they they're doing their like field guide course or something, or they've met. They're in the industry and they've met in town or something, and now they've started dating, but they work at different lodges. That is incredibly difficult yeah. because you know leave cycles don't match. Um, 
uh, they don't see each other often because they're working and those are also incredibly difficult um, uh, working conditions as a couple mm. but you know those couples would then eventually start looking for positions together for sure but like while you you know while you're working there and uh, and you're not able to have a position together like as you say if your leave cycles are not this Matching. at the same time someone will literally go and leave and you will be working for six weeks and then when you go and leave they are working they so are. you can never spend like a holiday together uh, and only thing you can do is try to see each other while you're working yeah and in general when you're working you don't have a lot of free time so like it's really it's really tough uh, yeah. if you don't live and work together so it's it's quite an extreme way like either you have long distance and you barely have any time with each other at all or you see each other 24 7 and uh, and yeah i would i felt like the way we did it was definitely better than the long distance no 100 percent, 100 percent. you know no matter what you talk about with regards to being a couple and working together stuff can always be better and but with the in the same breath things could also be a hell of a lot worse absolutely absolutely but yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of a bit of an insight of like what is it, what's it like to work as a couple in the in the lodge industry, um, and uh, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> um, to actually end off, guys, we've I've got a I've been receiving a couple of messages. Number one from the podcast and uh, on Instagram with a couple of people that haven't really they don't they didn't quite know about how. A safari booking goes they're often asking me for recommendations and that's fine I, i'm completely open to that but a, a lot of people have been asking like oh well, what are your fees i don't have fees guys for booking i don't take i don't charge service fees i don't charge at all um uh, i get rates from the property and myself and the property sorts out payments between ourselves so it's it, anyone out there that is wondering like a service fee i don't charge a service fee i've just been getting a lot of questions about that it doesn't cost extra to book to, a safari yeah, through to us. have a chat with me doesn't cost anything extra no or even or booking your safari through yeah through wildest kruger doesn't cost you more than if you would do the research and books directly through the lodge uh because we basically get paid from the lodges yes. to like where we every we send we get commission from the lodges so like um it doesn't cost you as a guest anything extra and you get a lot of peace of mind knowing that you are going through yeah. someone who knows the industry and not have to plan the whole thing yourself. <laughs> Shame. I, I just think because it, it actually has been, an, you know, please feel free to message me on Instagram. But um, I, I, I've been finding it's a lot of American clientele um, and shame. I think it's because in America, I think they charge for everything, you know, and it's a, <laughs> Yeah, uh, consultation fees, all sorts. I don't know if agents do, but um, or travel agents or um, travel companies. But yeah, long story short is we don't. Yeah, you just wanted to put that out yeah. there so people actually know. Um, yeah, we, we, we don't charge service fees. All right, guys, since we've cleared the air on that one, um, I think we're going to sign off for, for this episode. It's great to chat to you guys again. Yeah, I, I've missed I've missed doing the podcast. It has been, it, yeah. And I really <laughs> hope I really hope that we're gonna have time to do one soon again. Uh, and again, we do apologize for them getting out a little bit randomly, but but we appreciate you guys listening. 
Uh, we appreciate all the feedback and you know all the messages we get because of the podcast. That's uh, as always. That's what keeps us going. Yeah, we are we are going to try get onto more of a schedule from now on. But I mean, <laughs> it is always difficult with the way with our lifestyle. With our lifestyle, yeah. the way we live. But yeah, take care, guys, and we'll chat to you hopefully soon. Bye.